so Lisa, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. How do you spell the Claire in St. Clair? C-L-A-R-E. Yes, we get a lot of C-L-A-I-R's. Or C-L-A-I-R-E. Ah, yes. true. There's but, several different ways, but it's C-L-A-R-E. Are some of the other misspelled Claire's yeah. saints? Uh, maybe. Maybe? Yeah, not sure. But St. Clair of Assisi yes. is C-L-A-R-E. Well, yes. And I do like the Italian. I like the Santa Chiara. That's what it is in yeah, Italian? Yeah, C-H-I-A-R-A. Which just, I like that. You're just showing off now. That's uh, just one of the random facts I know. Okay, you you're you are the purveyor of random facts. Yeah. I, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Well, here we are continuing on in our Psalm series. We are on to chapter 43, which means it's my turn. This is a really long one. It <laughs> is five verses. <laughs> Grant me justice, O God. Defend me from a faithless people. From the deceit, deceitful and unjust, rescue me. You, O God, are my strength. Why then do you spurn me? Why must I go about mourning with the enemy oppressing me? Send your light and your fidelity, that they may be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place of your dwelling, that I may come to the altar of God, to God my joy, my delight. Then I will praise you with the harp, O God, my God. Why are you downcast, my soul? Why do you groan within me? Wait for God, for I shall again praise him, my Savior and my God. Lisa, I'm done already. I know, so fast. Yes. What do you have for us? Well, the light and fidelity are a pair of divine attributes personified as guides for the pilgrimage. Right. So the psalmist is praying that these divine attributes lead him back to Jerusalem and ultimately to God's presence in the temple. Yeah. Now let me tell you what jumped out at me. Okay. That I may come to the altar of God... My joy and my delight. Mm -hmm. So what it, when, when I say that, what do you immediately think of? Uh, come to the altar song. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of the Eucharist, but oh, of course okay. you would think about a song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come to the, the altar. altar. Mm -hmm. This is our new thing, singing. <laughs> singing. On, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. Uh... Yeah, it'll be like zero people. Yeah, because they don't want to hear me. Speak. You've had 12 people unsubscribe <laughs> yeah, this month. Yeah, exactly. But, but so, look, so often... We we come to Mass, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, we're here. But the Lord wants us to come with joy and with delight yeah. because we are receiving Him in one another, in His Word, in His body, blood, soul, and divinity. Is there any other time at, at the source and summit of our faith that we should not be joyful and delightful? No. Right. Yet I brought this up time and time again, mm -hmm. that when we sing the Gloria, we do not seem like we are... Very excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, you're toe-tapping over there to our, our <laughs> new, that, yeah. new organist. But, yeah, yeah. And but, then when he puts in the extra bonus notes, it always makes me smile. Right, but but like I'm like looking at people and I'm yeah. smiling. Yeah. And I'm trying, and it's funny because like during the Gloria, yeah. I'm like acknowledging all the people that are there. Oh, and uh -huh. I'm looking at them yeah, and yeah. I'll smile at them. I won't point at them, but... <laughs> you do like the double. <laughs> yes, what's up? Good to see you at Mass this week. Um, but you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, um, uh, I, I, I feel like it's good. Like we're, we're, we're all, we're, we're, you know, this is, this is God that we're glorifying, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I, I, I love to glorify God and to sing and to be looking around at everybody and, and just kind of acknowledging the Jesus in them, the yeah. fact that they're there and yeah. that, Hey, this is, 
we all we ought to be like excited. Look over at Lisa there if you want to know what <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, it's and you know it's 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 important for us. So how important is um, the Eucharist in your life? Could you kind of put that in perspective for us? Well, I mean, you're unifying yourself like physically with Jesus at that point. I mean, Jesus is always with us, but like to physically be able to become like one with him, mm-hmm. it's super amazing. You want to expand on that at all? Um, well, and I, well, so like the, the Eucharist has such uh, amazing power that we, if we open ourselves up to it, we can more fully receive that power. So, um, you know, when, uh, before we receive Jesus, it's, um, you know, the priest uh, has him elevated uh, with the chalice and he said, and we, together we say, Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you, but wait, Lord, no. I'm not worthy that you, you should, should enter, enter my, my roof, roof, but only, but only say, say the, the word, word and my soul. soul. Yeah, my soul, my shall, soul be shall be healed. Yeah, so like the healing um, that can come from the Eucharist mm-hmm. is um, uh, like unlimited, but we have to be open to that. We, if we're just like, oh, let me just go up for communion. Yeah, then, we're not joyful or delightful. Yeah, but if uh, we actually realize who we're receiving and what that means, then like a whole different perspective yeah so your disposition in receiving any sacrament yeah has everything to do with how much power oh yeah right, that's a good point even like for even for like reconciliation oh yeah like if um you know there's people that are fearful about going so they let that fear overcome them and when they do go they um because fear kind of is the opposite of love Uh, so, you know, we should go because of the love of Jesus. And by doing that, we're able, I, and like my opinion, I think we're able to more fully reconcile with him than if we're going out of a sense of fear. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, there are different levels, like we've talked about for why people go to confession with the ultimate being, I'm doing it because I've heard God and I love him. Yeah. Not for your own. Save my soul type thing from the, the rats of hell. So think about it. The reason you're going is completely selfless. Right. You're going out of love for God. Yeah. And as a result of that, he gives us his perfect uh, uh, mercy and forgiveness right. back. But you're right. If you're um, if you're just kind of going through the motions, yeah. I would think that that disposition, well, hey, it's good that you're going. Yeah. It makes me wonder what the power of that sacrament is going to be outside of the confessional to help you continue to overcome those things that you've been struggling with in sin. And even if you... Maybe so if you do go to confession and you're fearful, maybe if you say that to the like priest as like, not that it's necessarily a sin to be fearful, but you just, you know, I'm fearful in, uh, in reconciliation or, you know what? I think it comes down to a pride thing though, really. Sure. Yeah. I can you see, I you can know, see that. so because it's, you're, maybe you're scared cause you're, uh, you have to say what you've done wrong and that might be hard. Um, so maybe that's what it's, what it comes down to. So maybe, uh, confessing pride and having fear as a, not a fruit, but as a result of it, Mm -hmm. um, will help you in the future to not have such fear. And I think part of what's important since we're talking about the sacrament of reconciliation is, um, that as you continually continue to authentically go to confession Mm -hmm. for love of God, Mm -hmm. you know, and of course, knowing that you want to be right with him. That sacrament starts to gain power. Yes. It starts to wash over you. Yes. Um, You start making decisions to go, okay, I'm not going to just do this 
for myself. Now I'm going to start thinking about, okay, if I don't put myself in this environment or this situation, it's less likely I'm going to commit this sin. Right. And then you go from that to, okay, well, um, I, I may be in this environment for whatever reason, but through the power of God, um, I'm, I may be able to resist for a certain period of time before yes. I fail. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now I'm to a point where the frequency of my failure is is great. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, this is only an occasional problem I've had. Right. To then, okay, I've, I've overcome this. Well, um, God has overcome. God, thank you. That's a great point, Lisa. You're absolutely right. That God has helped me to overcome this sin. Then there's even one more level. It's like, oh, no, 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 devil. I see it coming before you can even tip mm. me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can see the warning signs. Mm-hmm. So, it, and, and, and that's like, you know, I'm experiencing that my, in my life in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I know your tricks. Yeah. And I am not going to succumb to your tricks, you know, in, in regard to whatever this sin may be. Yeah. And so you went from over here to like just this complete selfish uh, uh, living out sin. Right. To this. Oh, I, I know how to, I know yeah. how the devil's playing the game. Yeah, yeah. And I know the power yeah. that I need, which is yeah. God, to yeah. overcome it. Right. And so it's it's and I think you have to be patient with yourself, Lisa, because uh, with different sins, right? You may some sins may be easier for God to conquer in you than others. Sure. Right, and that's because of us. Yeah. But if you're patient and you continue to work through that and not regress back to try to do it yourself, that's the other thing. Hey, I've overcome this sin. Don't need you anymore, God. Mm. Guess what's going to happen? You fall back into it. You're going to be right back in that sin yeah. before you know it. Yeah, so yeah. So this is not. It's it's like um, it's like alcoholics. Yeah, I was thinking or, the same thing. Or pornography or like drug as soon addiction. as you're like, mm, no, I don't need to go back to the uh, support group anymore. Yeah, sin is an addiction. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a part of our human condition, right? And and so if we don't continue into that sacrament, we're going to fall back into it. Yeah. It's very good stuff. Any other thoughts from you, Lisa? Well, and I think um, if you are struggling with something, um, like what has helped me is to go to reconciliation on a more frequent basis. Because I yeah. try to go once a month. But if I'm like struggling with something, I'll go like maybe once a week or once every other week um, right. to help receive that grace. To I think that's good resist advice. it, yeah. Because it's sacramental grace. Yes. Right? And that yes. has a lot of power in it. Yes, yes. I love it. Yes. Oh, and can I also say that um, uh, you actually, uh, not that... Our um, listeners are um, uh, are uh, possessed or anything, but like the sacrament of reconciliation is more powerful than an exorcism. Wow! Yeah, really? Yeah, because it's a sacrament. Exorcism a sacrament. is a right. There yeah. you go. Yeah, there you have it. So, yeah. if you're having trouble going to reconciliation, uh, if if some sin has control over you, well, the reason it has control over you is because you probably haven't invited God completely into it, and mm-hmm. that you're not taking advantage of the sacrament. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need some spiritual direction. To help you with how to deal with it, mm-hmm. um, but take advantage of all of those things and allow the Lord to start to work in your life. Yeah, I'm Deacon Dave. Only person Lisa. See you next time. Bye.